Hi guys, it's Taina, your Fantasy Girl of the Week, and you are listening to the Shatterhead Fantasy Football Podcast. Welcome to the Cheddarhead Fantasy Football Podcast. All the information you need to make the most of your fantasy football league with just a touch of sarcasm to keep you from taking yourself too seriously. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this latest episode of the Cheddarhead Fantasy Football Podcast. Hey guys, it's Saturday. <laughs> Saturday, May 13th. At least it's not Friday, May 13th. How much did that come out of our budget? That that was nothing out of our budget. That was all pro bono. Nice. I don't know how they say pro bono in Brazilian or Portuguese, <laughs> but it was all free. Would you like that? I that was a great surprise. Do you want to you want to make the fancy girl the first thing or you want to just we'll just hold on. Okay, yeah. Right. <laughs> Is she our fancy girl? She's our fancy. Didn't you hear your fancy girl of the week? Oh, I you were just I was just mesmerized by her. <laughs> you know how I am with Brazilians. It's a Cheddarhead Fantasy Football Football Podcast if you haven't figured that out yet. And we're back for another exciting episode today. Oh, I'm all thrown off. <laughs> Jam-packed episode. We have news and notes. We have a question of the week. Ooh. We have you know we were talking um Last time about how we were. Oops, sorry about that. <laughs> what the hell was that? That was a text. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about how we've missed the top 10 lists. So we have a top 10 list. In fact, I have a little extra top 10 list for you, too. Okay. Um, that I just put together because of the weekend that it is. Uh, so we'll, we'll get to that a little later on. Then we got we started out some gambling. We have some prop bets for the NFL, like we had last year, and we also have they actually have spreads up for the first week of the NFL. Yeah, I know season. that that shocked me when you <laughs> hand me, handed that to me. So I I put some bets down on that because I'm a degenerate. Well, of course <laughs> you did too. Oh yes. <laughs> so we should get to that. Um, Start off with the question of the week. Last time, our question of the week was, which quarterback situation would you rather be part of? We had Mitch Trubisky with Chicago. We had Patrick Mahomes with Kansas City. And we had Deshaun Watson with Houston. You and I both said Houston, right? Right, I believe so. What did everybody else say? Well, it was 75% was Deshaun Deshaun Watson. 8% Patrick Mahomes. 17% Mitch Trubisky. They must be Bears fans. I mean, Patrick Mahomes has no shot this year. Am I correct? Well, to be a starter? To be a starter. I, I can't imagine he would be a starter, but did you see what Brett Favre said about him? Great. <laughs> what what did my boy say? <laughs> Brett Favre. The hardest thing to do is be patient. I know I wasn't, Favre said. This was to BJ Kissel of Chiefs.com. The most important thing is to gain all of the knowledge you can. Grab your coach and ask him to watch a little extra film. Grab film of other quarterbacks and see what they do. See if you could pick up a thing or two from those guys. Pull the coordinator back and ask them what they do in certain situations. 
Sounds very brilliant, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Like almost like he should be a quarterback coach or something, you know? <laughs> yeah, get out of that high school stuff. Yeah. And he couldn't have a better coach at this point in his career, Favre said. Andy was one of my all time favorites, no doubt. Wow. He must really He's grown up there, our our little guy. The the goat of the Packers. Well, for now he is, yeah. So Wow. This week's Would You Before we get to that, I forgot to say, check out the website. <laughs> MyCFFL.com. MyCFFL.com. Everything we talk about, Tyna, our fantasy girl, will be up there. Um, we have our Would You Rather question of the week. We got our gambling that we're going to go through. Our, our bets are all up there for, for everybody to look at and see if they want to copy. I feel like there's more pressure on me now with this fantasy girl of the week. Because. Uh, like you're probably going to see her next week. And <laughs> say, hey, did you hear what Dan said? <laughs> he thought your boobs were really, really big. Or I don't know. I haven't seen a picture of her yet. <laughs> so this week's Would You Rather. Um, it was hard to put this one together because this is more like a would you rather. Which one would you not want to be? Which running back would you rather not be? In regards to being the most likely to lose their starting job this season. Oh, okay. Number one, Frank Gore. Competition for his job includes Robert Turbin, Marlon Mack, Rookie, and Josh Ferguson. Right? Okay. I think he's fine, but. You know, Gore doesn't have like the comparison to like a trip across the country in a 1971 LTD, you know, all the miles on him. Yeah, oh, he'll be, I think he's fine. Okay. Okay, so there's your first one. Not impressed with Marlon Mack, the, no. the, the rookie? No. no. Okay, next one, Mark Ingram. Competition there, Adrian Peterson and Alvin Kamara, rookie out of Tennessee. I have a feeling you're going to see... Now, this is who's going to more likely lose. Which it. one would you not want to be, like, thinking you're going to lose your job? I think a lot of people are going to go Mark Ingram just because of the Well, you name. don't know who the third one is. Okay. Matt Forte. Competition, Bilal Powell and rookie Elijah McGuire. The only way I could see Matt Forte losing, or I'm still going with everybody's going to pick Mark Ingram. You think but so? now that I'm because saying that. Because of Adrian Peterson? Yeah, I think everybody's... All my haters out there might actually just go against me now on this, but I still think it's Mark Ingram. Because <laughs> last year, Matt Forte started off really good and then just fell apart at the end of the year. Yeah, but he was... And he was replaced by Bilal Powell. But he was kind of injured, though. I mean, it's not like he just sucked. He just... He got hurt. He was nicked up. That's your question of the week. Which what, one would you... Who do you... Um, Here we are. Let's get a swing the vote. <laughs> Go for it. Do you want me to not say? No, no. I want you to say because I, I love to be right. I, I'm thinking Frank Gore. I think he's, he's, I mean, he's 36, right? Yeah, but there's like, he they would have let him go. Because of? I mean, if, if you're right, they would have let him go like before the season. Or after, the, or after the season finished. I mean, Frank Gord played fairly well for... Yeah. Yeah, but now they have a rookie. Stud rookie. They got to keep Andrew Luck out of the 
stretcher. So I need somebody back there that's a little faster than him. I just say everybody always bets against Frank Gore. And, and he always kicks their ass. Right? Yep. I, I'm i still going with the, the pick is Mark Ingram is going to I think he might even lose his job. If Adrian, really? If Adrian Peterson plays well, I think Mark Ingram could lose They're his not job. just going to do a, a two-headed timeshare? They're the same back. I can see if... <laughs> yeah, but Adrian Peterson is, what, 73? So what? I mean, they got... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but they have other... I mean, they have other backs there. So you think it's Ingram? I think Ingram might get cut. Wow. Wow. You heard it here. Yeah. You know me. I like to throw... I like to throw curveballs out there. I like to throw shit up against the wall and see if it sticks. <laughs> that is your question of the week. It is on the homepage of the MyCFFL.com website. Go there. Make your vote. It's at the bottom of the page. So scroll down. Check it out. Make your vote. Send us an email. Let us know who you picked and why. CFF podcast at Hotmail.com or you can get Dan at... Strap1971 at yahoo.com. You ready to get into some news and notes? Yes, I am. All right, here we go. I, I hope I'm not rushing just trying to get to the fantasy girl really quick. If I am, <laughs> I, just I, slow me down a little bit, all right? And just so I know, are, are you seeing her this week? Um, I don't know. Oh, I won't know till Monday. Because it, it just feels like there's a lot of pressure going on here, and <laughs> feel I feel a like slimy. I do feel kind of slimy. Like you're just, gonna see this this girl, and just don't be doing the mm, when you're doing the hips and that. Okay, okay, I'll try not to, but <laughs> I can't promise anything. We're here with the no news and notes, and you know how much I hate saying I was right, right? Uh oh. Well, it looks like I'm the only. I'm not the only one who thinks the days of Andrew Luck being considered a top-ten quarterback are over. Andrew Luck was listed as the 12th-ranked quarterback in the NFL on the top 100 NFL players list, number 72 overall. NFL media analyst Ike Taylor says Andrew Luck will not be in the top 10 if he cannot keep his injuries down. Okay. Do we we have we that? Have, oh, that's up there. Okay. Oh, that's up oh, there. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Head coach Mike McCarthy made the statement after the NFL draft that Ty Montgomery will be the starting running back for the Green Bay Packers this season. It's because they didn't draft anyone. On its face, that doesn't seem like a huge surprise, considering they didn't draft a running back until late when they selected Jamal Williams out of Utah State. Did you hear that when Jamal Williams landed in Green Bay, there were people at the airport that recognized him, <laughs> said, welcome to Green Bay? Did, did you watch highlights on Jamal Williams? You were telling me about it that he, day that when they drafted him, that his runs were, were at the most 10 yards. Five, 10 was a <laughs> huge run for him. He's supposed to be a monster, though. They said they liked him in the little training thing they did. Yeah, thank God Eddie Lacy's gone because I could see him eating gummy no, bears stop. and Chinese food. Team also cut loose Christine Michael after the draft. Excited you, about that? Did you see where he might <laughs> he have gotten New or New England or New England again? Yeah, he might. Did he sign there? I know, I know he, was, uh, he visited. He visited, but you know that's well, that'd be their twelfth running back on the roster. 
Yeah. They're not gonna, he's not going to beat out Rex Burkhead. Hell no. Rex Burkhead's a stud. <laughs> Carolina receiver Kelvin Benjamin is causing concern with his team. Not because of injuries, but instead, he is overweight. Listed in the playbook or in the program at 6'5, 245, he is now rumored to weigh over 280 pounds. Whew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a big boy. It's a big boy. Big boy. Got more coming up on Caroline a little later on in the news. But I thought I thought they um exercised their option of on him, so they must not they be. They did, they're gonna work him out. But I mean, if they extended that con or the Well, you can always lose weight. Oh. I do it all the time. <laughs> Speaking of starting running uh-huh. backs, Detroit is saying that Amir Abdullah will be the team's starting ball carrier this fall. Except for the fact that they keep bringing in other guys? Other no, who do, they just brought in somebody, too. Didn't they bring Jamal Charles or something like that? No, LeGarrette Blunt. I LeGarrette Blunt, that was it. Does this mean a theoretic will be more of a pass catcher? Oh, yeah. Theoretics. That's where he should be. Zach Zenner, third down back? No. No? Zach's just a backup in case. He's just our slow white guy. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Another starting back announcement from the Giants. They have said that Paul Perkins be getting the starting job as the back this fall hmm. Perkins is a guy with speed and quickness but he has a smaller back and I assume the Giants will be monitoring his touches all season long correct I yeah I I like Paul Perkins I liked him last year but you know me I'm always a year ahead so yeah. this is probably gonna yeah, be easy like that uh, Don Devontae Freeman too weren't you yeah the Vikings have said they will not be picking up the fifth year option on quarterback Teddy Bridgewater does this really surprise anyone Really? He might not ever play again. <laughs> Am gonna, I right? I mean, is that yeah, a th- I, I agree with you. Okay. He's going to be starting the season on the pup list and won't even be reevaluated until October, which is after the season starts. Right? I'm going to be. This is not a real bold statement, but if he can come back from this injury, that's. That's amazing. That's pretty amazing. I mean, he's that's like come back. Like Joe Theismann coming back from that snapped leg. Right, exactly. (laughs) In a somewhat surprising move, the Denver Broncos have signed Jamal Charles to a contract. I can't believe he has much left in his tank. He's on his what fourth knee replacement. Yeah, I still wouldn't mind to see see him in Green Bay. Mm. No. Okay. Okay. But. I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't even make the final roster in Denver. Uh, I, I guess I could see that because I mean, Denver have they given up on C.J. Anderson? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, and and De- Devontae Booker, yeah, he it was horrible last year. Well, he fumbled a few times, but just a few, but more than you and I would get I away mean, with. Do what New England does and, you know, deflate the balls a little bit so you can hold oh, on to them a little tighter. That's breaking the rules. <laughs> I thought you'd like that. <laughs> Eight-year running back veteran Justin Forsett has announced his retirement, which begs the question we ask every time a player retires. Is Justin Forsett a Hall of Famer? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> no. Failed NFL quarterback Jay Cutler has announced his retirement. In order to take a position as color commentator with Fox. Don't ask me if he's going to be a Hall of Famer. I know. I guess I never saw him as a color co- commentator type. Can you? He's, doesn't he seem boring as hell to you? 
I, I for some reason I'm the only one in in Wisconsin that likes Jay Cutler. I don't. I didn't mind him when he was with Denver. He just fell apart in Chicago. I don't know if that was because of coaching, but I'm just talking about personality. It would be like putting Eli Manning in the commentary booth. I think you're gonna be surprised. I think really, I do. Because we're gonna get stuck with every CBS game or Fox game. We're gonna have JF and Cutler as our color guy. It's oh, because because be, you're thinking Dallas did, will get you, all the. Did you see the beautiful hook route he ran? And then Aaron Rodgers just connected with that ball. Wish I could do that without throwing an interception. It's <laughs> my Jay Cutler impersonation. Good, spot on. <laughs> Newly drafted receiver for the Bengals, John Ross, is still not medically cleared to take part in the team's team's June minicamp. Still recovering from shoulder surgery. Everything is still pointing at him being ready for training camp. You worried about this? I I, I don't worry about it because I don't, I don't, you don't want him? I don't like him. I think oh. he's Cordell Patterson. Ooh, that hurts. Well, I mean, who do you... Who do you who do I put him with? I was thinking Jerry Rice. <laughs> no. Boy, we are punchy to the air. <laughs> no, he was, he was my favorite guy coming out of the draft, though, John Ross. Over Michael Williams? Yes. Okay. This just seems like I'm... Okay. Rainbow bet. Rainbow bet here. <laughs> Mike Williams, John Ross, who has a better year? Where did Mike Williams go? Chargers? Yeah. Oh, I'll take that. Deal. I can't reach my bell. <laughs> Let me. <laughs> I'll get it when we we go to the next episode here. Um, reported by Brandon Marshall of the Giants, he plans to play for two more seasons and then spend the rest of his time focusing. So uh, John Ross, Mike Williams. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and then spend the rest of his time focusing on mental health issues. You buying this? I'm sorry, I was still trying to get situated back. Brandon Marshall said he's going to play for two more seasons and then spend the rest of his time focusing on mental health issues. Okay, I love Brandon Marshall. Do you really? I I do. Oh, God. You think he's going to change his mind and play more in two seasons? No. I mean, he he might change his mind and want to, but I don't think he can play two more seasons. I think his his legs his are legs are bad. I think he's got two seasons at best. But you like Brandon Marshall. I do. You like him. I do. Wow. Okay. Word out of Tampa Bay is that O.J. Howard is dominating a rookie minicamp. Beat writer Scott Reynolds says that he was uncoverable in 11-on-11 drills. Do you say rookie of the year? No. He's a tight end. Okay. Remember the last episode when we were discussing which receivers would end up being out in Tennessee? Like not make the team? Right. After they spent some high draft picks on rookie receivers? Well, looks like the losers on the team just may be a Harry Douglas and a Trey McBride. Why? Harry Douglas? Don't they want a veteran to kind of help with all these young guys? Well, don't they have a veteran? Don't they have, um, or no, Kenny Britt's gone, isn't he? Kenny Britt was never, oh, that was years ago, Dave. When they were still Houston? Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> Kenny Britz, didn't he sign a big contract in uh, Cleveland? No. No. Wasn't it Rams? Here we go again. Should have, should have, uh, there you go. Get your little, 
your little Google thing going. Okay, how about we do this rainbow bet right here? I'm willing. Red Douglas will be on the team. No, I'm saying Kenny Britt's in Cleveland. Well, that'll just be a little, a little uh, gentleman's wager. Okay, there we go. So it looks like I better try bragging rights here. I think I should probably try trading Harry Douglas and Trey McBride. Why? And that's probably why you were didn't do very well this year. Green Bay Packers have brought in another running back to try and shore up the backfield for this upcoming season. Undrafted free agent William Stanback of Virginia Union is the latest addition. He's listed as a powerful back. He was initially a star on the University of Central Florida roster until the school dismissed him after what? What? Failing multiple drug tests. Shocking. <laughs> he then ended up at Virginia Union. Make the team or no? I would probably say they won not let him make the team. Okay. In other free agent signings, the Minnesota Vikings have added the drunk driving wide receiver Michael Floyd to their roster. He signed a one year, one and a half million dollar deal that could ne- end up netting him up to six million dollars in incentives. Um one of those incentives to go the full year without any hooch. Think? Yeah, I think not. Blaine Gabbert, the ex-49ers signal caller, has signed a one-year deal with the Arizona Cardinals. And after that deal was made, all the talking heads on the sports shows were complaining that Blaine Gabbert has a team and Colin Kaepernick is uh, still unsigned. But Kenny Britt signed. Who did he sign with, Dave? Uh, Cleveland, I think. <laughs> is that what it said? Yeah. Looks like Josh Gordon is going to have to wait until fall to try for reinstatement. His latest plea deal was denied by the NFL. Not played in the league since the five-game stint in 2014. He's now 26 years old and frittering, frittering away, frittering away the tremendous talent he had due to his inability to put down damn chronic. So tell me again. How this stuff should be legalized because it doesn't do anything bad to your system. Here we have evidence of a guy shitting away millions of dollars because he refuses to quit smoking the dope. I can quit any time. I, I don't. It's not addictive. What, what's your? I mean, what's your? I don't want to make this a long podcast. I'm trying to figure <laughs> out how not to. Tell me what's the difference besides the fact that in. In most states, marijuana is illegal. Marijuana is illegal in every state. Okay, but it, you can take it in. Yeah, until Donald Trump and okay. and and Attorney General Sessions starts enforcing that okay. law. All right. Tell me the difference. Though. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I'm like, was he going to let that go, or is he going <laughs> to? Tell me the difference between marijuana and, besides the fact of the illegal part. Mm-hmm. And it's a mind-altering drug. And Vicodin. And Vicodin is a painkiller that you have to be have prescribed to you. Still illegal if you don't get it prescribed. But what, what drug mm-hmm. can lead to worse drugs? Uh, any drug not used properly can use to lead to worse drugs. Okay, I, I 
I wasn't going to go into this argument. I just think I'd rather have our players on pot and Doritos. Yeah, than Vicodin. Vicodin that seems to lead to more. Only if not used properly. Same with pot. <laughs> well, same with pot. Yeah, but Vicodin is legal when prescribed. But so, what do you say about some of the ex players who say that when they use pot or marijuana, mm-hmm. marijuana, mm-hmm. they feel. They feel amazing, like they're light as a feather. And the only thing bad about it is, I, I need a bowl of potato chips after they're done. No, I mean, what's your? I mean, there's people out there. I have, with bigger and better brains than you or I. Oh, you or I. Come on, have you ever seen a person that uses pot regularly that has any grasp of reality or any natural grasp of of being a productive member of society. I I I want to say Or they all walking around Summerfest with the big black you, pants. Is it fair for me to say 60% of the NFL smokes marijuana? I wouldn't know. I don't know. I mean maybe breaking the law. Are we Zeke Elliott? Or is he just going to the store? He just wants to see what they're like inside. He <laughs> He's a straight guy. I mean, you might grab a woman's boob here and there. <laughs> she wanted me to do that. She wanted me to do that. And then finally, there's Cam Newton, our other Carolina Panther story. He just turned 28 this week. The great one. He spent his birthday in Costa Rica with his posse and a video crew where he filmed a music video to the 2 Chain song, Birthday Song. couple questions I have. Okay. One. Love Cam Newton. Where was his wife slash girlfriend slash baby mama? Actually, not his wife. It's his girlfriend. So you're bringing up the high moral ground now just on Cam Newton, but let's let's talk about Russell Wilson or... Russell Wilson's married with a child. Cam Newton... Wasn't Russell Wilson married before and like... Was he? I don't know. Yeah, I believe he was married to... Somebody else? Yeah. The, well, he the got girl a divorce. From, he didn't have any children with her. And just so happens, like, real recently, got remarried. Remarried. Coincidence? To, remarried to Ciara because they wanted to have a child. right? Yeah. That he didn't. He was, they were celibate. <laughs> or no, not celibate's not the word. They were. Stupid? They held out until marriage. Whereas Cam Newton has a baby mama, two kids from a girl that he can't marry. I'm not defending Cam Newton. I'm just saying this was typical Dave. Question number two. Is the NFL going to investigate this trip considering in the video, Cam Newton had what looked to be a joint in his mouth in the video? Like I said, 60% of NFL players. (laughs) You're sticking with that number. I, I might go up to 75 Question number three. When is he going to start acting like a grown-up rather than a spoiled little college kid? As soon as Aaron Rodgers grows up and... Question number four. Does he really think that this is the best way to get his detractors on his side? Question number five. Do you think he actually cares what you or I think of him? He might. (laughs) He should, 
but who knows? Cam Newton's will yeah, he's fine. Want to get into our top ten list? Definitely. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I just have no fight in me. I, I don't. I, I know how to end the news segment. Just, <laughs> just put a Cam Newton story at the end of it. Pretty much. All right, here we go with our top ten list. Actually, I don't know why I even stopped talking. I mean, I don't have a sounder for the top ten list. Oh, there Maybe we, go. we should do that. Maybe uh, our little, maybe that should be, we should have our, your little friends oh, do. It's time, it's time for the top ten list. <laughs> Did that sound in Portuguese? No. <laughs> well, you know, like I said in the open, one thing we've completely ignored this offseason was our top ten list. And with that being said, we have one for you this week. In fact, before we get into that one, I thought I would put together another list that doesn't really offer us a way to discuss who or what should be on the list, but I just did this because it's Derek Jeter week. They're retiring his number in New York. Is he going in the back part of the stadium? I believe so. He was the final single-digit number jersey. And I call him America's luckiest guy in the world. Did you go over a list? Is that what you're going to do here? Uh-huh. He's having his number retired by New York Yankees this weekend. What a classic weekend. show we have. <laughs> we would go over his list, and um, I thought we would go over his list of conquests over his lifetime. In fact... Are you going to put your two cents worth in on... Who they are? No, I mean, like, how you're going to rank, rank them? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Here's, oh. here's how we did it. Um in fact, when I was doing this, I, I remembered that one time ESPN actually put together Derek Jeter's girlfriend baseball team. So that's what I did. Okay. You can check out the whole team if you want, actually. Oh, wait, no, I didn't update the website oh, quite yeah. yet. Not yet. It'll be up. After the podcast. Whole team I have up there on mycfl.com. You did a baseball team, though? Baseball team of, of his girls. This is a fantasy football show. I know, but you know, this is not I'm, sure, I'm sure he has 11 <laughs> Loving. Well, we have nine in the DH, and I didn't even do the bench players. You didn't do a relief pitcher? Didn't do a relief pitcher. Didn't do any bench players. I kind of ran out of interest. I just wanted to keep it 10. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I did make one change from ESPN's list, though. Okay. And I think everybody will agree with me on this. It was uh, get right to that, right? Okay. Was that catcher? Um, Mariah Carey. ESPN had Mariah Carey out in left field, but oh, I think she's a good catcher. She's she's definitely the most unattractive of the well, list. Right. Uh, well, so I the, wanted to have someone with a fair, mask on her. To be fair, at times, I'm at the time she dated her, or she, she <laughs> that Jeter dated her. I thought yeah. she was, but kind of hot. She definitely, yeah, she's regressed. Yeah, she's Pudge Rodriguez. <laughs> Like, <laughs> uh, so catcher, I have Mariah Carey only because that way we can put a mask on her. Yep. Okay. First base. Oh, I'm trying to think of Jordana Brewster. Is she tall? She's pretty is she, tall. Is she a lefty? Uh, that I don't know. I didn't get that much into it. Okay. She dated Jeter from 2003 to 2004, which you're also going to notice on here. There's a lot of overlap in years, so Mr. Jeter was a player. Yeah, <laughs> <Get> thing. <laughs> She's an actress who made her acting debut on the daily soap operas As the World Turns and All My Children, which moves us to second base. We need to get somebody short and quick, right? Oh, uh, the girl from Friday Night Lights. No, she's coming up. Oh. 
Second base, we have Adriana Lima. She's been breaking a lot of hearts yeah. lately. She dated him for a short time in 2006. However. Did he go on a bender like Matt Harvey? She's, she's a very religious person. And Jeter's pursuit of everything female. So Matt Harvey's a religious guy then. <laughs> was likely the reason for their breakup. She's a Brazilian fashion model who has also been linked to soccer player Cristiano Ronaldo. But now she's dating Batman. Is it Matt Harvey no. Batman? No, no. She's dating Julian Edelman. Oh, Julian Edelman. That's Matt right. Matt Harvey saw her with Julian Edelman. And got pissed? And got pissed and went on a bender. Uh, why? Was he dating her before? Yeah. Oh, poor guy. She doesn't get all the best-looking guys, like you might, might think, though. You can't tell me if, if how do you say it, Adri- Adri- Adriana Lima? If she broke up with, well, I mean, obviously she's no Shit like she's no Judy, chance. she's no Judy Knipp. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it, if you did date her and broke up with her, I'd go on a bender. Would you? Oh hell yeah! Just, you don't ever look at it anymore <laughs> at parties. Look at look at who Julian Edelman's dating. <laughs> And now you might think she gets all the best looking guys, but that's not true. She was once engaged to Lenny Kravitz, which means I actually might have a chance with her if I wasn't happily married. Happily be lucky. <laughs> Third base, the woman who's married to my hero of all time, Vanessa Manillo. Oh, yes. She was stuck with Jeter in 2003 at the same time she was stuck with, or he was stuck with um, Jordana Brewster. Oh, there's where we have a little overlap, right? (laughs) She's a fashion model and TV personality who is now married with children to Mr. Nick Lachey, my hero. (laughs) Shortstop, Scarlett Johansson. Oh, my Lord. He's doing well for himself. (laughs) Their relationship started in 2004. Now, this is where I've kind of noticed that there's a lot of overlap in some of these relationships. I don't know what that tells me, but it just doesn't seem right. I guess there needs to be a lot of overlap when you got this many women to go through. Right field, Jessica Beale. She was also with Jeter in 2004. See, I'm trying to figure out how you're ranking these girls because... Just, you know, putting them out there. Oh, Okay. She's now married to Justin Timberlake. <clears throat> you ready? Yeah. I have I have your girl in left field. ESPN had her in, as catcher. Oh come on, she's a center fielder. If not, I got her left center fielder, Jessica Alba. Oh, I forgot about her. Yeah, she was chasing the Jeter machine in two thousand seven. Okay, so, so let's get to my girl. I like her better. <laughs> okay, all right. I was just gonna say Al- Alba's an actress. Yeah. Who's now known for putting out crappy products sold at Target stores? <laughs> right. That was that was a little harsh, but it... left fielder, your girl Minka Kelly. She dated him in two thousand eight. American actress, best known for her role in Friday Night Lights. Yeah. And now we have finally our designated hitter, Tyra yeah. Banks. Fashion model who spent a great deal of time hosting a TV show, America's Next Top Model. And now, our pitcher and team captain. Oh, Hannah Davis. Hannah Davis. She's best known for her work in Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Issue. She is the one woman who apparently stole Jeter's heart. Oh. But it, Tyra, 
See, I'm going back to Tyra Banks now. She's almost like a Mariah Carey, isn't she? Yeah, but she's big. She big designated hitter. Hit those home runs. See, she almost should go to first base. <laughs> I mean, look, I'm pointing out John Crook. Uh, John Jaha. John Jaha, another big guy. Um, <laughs> no, Eric Thames isn't our first baseman, is he? Oh, I have no idea. Have no, they're all foreigners. I can't. I have it. no idea. Anyways, Hannah Davis. Oh, she's a lovely girl. Yep. She decided to make it official and marry her, marry him. She's now pregnant with their first child. Funny thing about this list, though, I, like I said earlier, I could have put together a lot more. We could have had bench players. And probably better bench players than... <laughs> than out in the field? Than our catcher and designated hitter. <laughs> well, I... Just off the top of your head, if you had to pick one right now, Let's, you want to do like a fantasy draft? <laughs> if I had to pick one right now yeah. from his team? Yep. Oh, Hannah Davis. Oh, I didn't think you were a big Hannah Davis fan. Oh, dude. I feel like then I'm going to go, I'll go Lima. Are you? Yeah. See, it would be between Hannah Davis oh, and... Oh, I and, get back-to-back picks. This is a snake <laughs> oh, trap. Oh, that's right. It's a snake <laughs> trap with two guys. Um, okay, go ahead. I, I think I'd... Ooh. <laughs> Your girl? No, because I'm I'm gonna keep her out there. So it means I get the next two picks then. Oh yeah, then I better go make a Kelly. Okay, I'm taking Jessica Alba and Jessica Beale. You can have those. <laughs> um, <laughs> boy, I'm getting the bad end of the steal now. Tyra and Mariah are gonna be the last two picks. Yeah, who's gonna get stuck with those? Uh, I don't know. <sighs> Why are we doing this? I don't know. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just. Lo- I love Minka Kelly. Okay, let's get into our top ten list. That's actually official. Okay, and this is the top ten quarterback fantasy performances of all time. You ready? I'm ready. Who's your number ten? My number ten. Oh, you're gonna love this. Yeah. I don't know why he even made my team top ten. Aaron Rodgers. Really? Number ten. 2009. 2009. Season. He had 4,434 yards, 30 TDs, 316 rushing yards, and five touchdowns rushing. Hmm. I'm sure he's your number one. No. Wow. We could have had a lot of years of Aaron Rodgers, and we could have made a top 10 of Aaron Rodgers. You didn't have. I don't have 2009 on my list. Okay. My number 10, Dante Culpepper, Minnesota, 2004. He was considered one of the most versatile quarterbacks in the NFL back then. He was number eight on my list. Really? Yeah. In 2004, he put up 41 total touchdowns and finished the season with fifth most passing yards ever. He could have been higher on the list if it weren't for Peyton Manning's 2004 performance, which shows up later on my list. <laughs> number nine. What's your go ahead? Uh, Dan Marino, nineteen eighty four, second greatest fantasy football season in the Super Bowl era. Marino threw for over five thousand yards at the time. No quarterback had ever come within two hundred fifty yards of that stat. He also had forty eight touchdown passes, which was also a record for twenty seasons. In eighty four, he completed sixty four percent of his passes. My number nine, Steve Young. 1998, 
that the monkey off my back one? That might have been. That's, he had 4,170 yards passing, 36 touchdowns, 454 yards rushing, and six touchdowns. Oh, I, I think I didn't get Steve Young on my list. I have him actually twice. Really? Yeah. Number eight for you. Ooh, where did he go? Abby, you can you can tell my him. number eight. Oh, eight was Dante Culpepper. Oh, it was your eight? Okay, my number eight, four. Brett Favre, nineteen ninety-five, his best season of his career, where he threw for a career high forty-four hundred yards and forty-one touchdowns. This was also the first of his three consecutive MVP awards, a feat that has yet to be matched. I have him six, but I have him nineteen ninety six. Is that nineteen ninety six? I have the ninety five. So that would have been his second MVP year. Okay. My number seven is like I said, Steve Young. Mm-hmm. Nineteen ninety four. He had thirty nine hundred yards passing, two hundred ninety some yards rushing, and forty two touchdowns. You like the Steve Young. You like those Mormon guys. I hate Steve Young. <laughs> My number seven, Randall Cunningham of Philadelphia, 1990. The dawn of what we now recognize as quarterbacks who think they are running backs. Cunningham revolutionized his position by throwing for almost 3,500 yards while rushing for just under 1,000 yards. Number seven. And that was back. I have him on my I have him on my list. I just. I couldn't pull the trigger. There's, there's, there's a, lot a lot of, of yeah, <laughs> yeah. There, well, yeah. There's always one stud every year, you know. Okay, and then number six for me, I have Brett Favre. That the year 1996, where he had 3,900 yards yeah. passing, 39 touchdowns. My number six, the grocery bagger, Kurt Warner, 1999 St. Louis Rams. Simply put, the greatest show on turf mainly due to the talents of a guy who was taken out of a supermarket where he was bagging groceries for little old ladies. <laughs> Warner would have never gotten on the field if it wasn't for a preseason knee injury to his apparent starting quarterback, Trent Green. Warner played in the Arena League and in NFL Europe. And as Brad from the Panama City Poison Dart Frogs in the CFL would tell you, anyone smart enough to make the move to put this guy on their roster immediately following Trent Green's injury in 1999, more than likely won their league that year. Did he? Yes. Oh, okay. Pissed me off. <laughs> I was on vacation with my family, and he calls me on my cell phone. I want to pick up Kurt Warner. I'm like, who the hell's Kurt Warner? <laughs> See, now, and the funny thing is, I, I, now I just want to debate, but I actually picked him number as my number four quarterback and from that year, 1990. But I'm looking mm-hmm. at 2001, had over 500 yards more passing. Did they win the Super Bowl though that year? See, wasn't that, that's my question with you. I didn't know how you were. Well, I, does it matter? I mean, well, I mean, kind of helps. Yeah, but this is fantasy stats. I understand that, but that was the year when he just lit it up. Heat. Okay. Well, he might have lit it up more, but. So what number are we at? I'm sorry. You're at. We're at number five. Okay, number five. See, and this is somebody you said you don't have on the list. Yep. Drew Brees, 2011. Oh, see, because I have a different guy for 2011. Oh, Drew Brees had 5,476 yards passing and 46 touchdowns. 
Mm-hmm. I'm willing to bet you he won. Well, he won the Super Bowl that year, didn't he? Did he? But he wasn't better than my number five guy from 2011. You ready? Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers, Green oh, Bay Packers. Jesus, fuck. <laughs> in the year of the NFL lockout, loser. Aaron Rodgers shined as he led the Packers to an amazing 13-0 start to the season, which tied the NFC record for most consecutive wins to start a season. Rodgers finished the year with over 4,600 passing yards, 46 touchdown passes, and only six interceptions, and he led his team to a 15-1 and season record. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. He set numerous NFL records in 2011. He recorded a passer rating of over 100 in 13 games during the season, including 12 games in a row. Both of those are records. And a passer rating of 110 or higher in 12 games, including 11 in a row, also records. He also won the league's MVP award, receiving 48 of the 50 votes, the other two going to Drew Brees. He also finished second behind Breeze for the AP Offensive Player of the Year. He was wow, you put 2011 season was later ranked as the third greatest passing season of all time by ESPN in 2013, and was regarded as the most efficient. You want to change your pick? Oh God! No. <laughs> Number four. Number four is where I had Kurt Warner back in 1999. Okay. I have uh, Peyton Manning, Indianapolis, 2004. Much like Kurt Warner at number six. If you had Peyton Manning on your roster in 2004, I'm willing to bet you won your league. 4,557 yards and an NFL record 49 touchdown passes. I'm willing to bet you you don't win your league. Why, did you have him? No, didn't. Uh, I might have, actually. No, Kielbasa's, didn't he have oh, him? No. And he rocked. If I remember correctly, he rocked through the season. And then lost in the playoffs. Lost in the playoffs. <laughs> he also set a record with at least four touchdown passes in five consecutive games. This was also the year he won the second of his career total league career NFL leading five MVP awards. Wow. Number four for you. That was. Oh, that four. was. Who do you have at number three? Three I had. Arguably, I think, besides, forget about Super Bowls, mm-hmm. I think one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, Dan Marino. Oh, see, I couldn't put Marino on there. Dude, stop. I, <laughs> <laughs> like, I had over 5,000. Everybody's got this love affair with Dan Marino. He never did anything. Please. Okay, no, go ahead. No, I'm, I, no go ahead. I... I Everyone, this is my fault that I I'm the one that changed the the, the top ten the list. top ten list and no no go ahead I'm shocked that Aaron Rodgers isn't number one but on mine yeah oh no go ahead with your no I just Dan Marino had over five thousand yards passing yep and he had the rec at the time record forty eight touchdowns that didn't get touched for long time till Payne Manning got fifty right. No, Peyton Manning got forty nine, and and then oh, Drew Brees got fifty, and then no, somebody got fifty. Tom Brady, oh, did he? The goat. He just you should stop calling him a goat. He's he's prettier than a goat. He's got that little cute little chin dimple. Ah, <laughs> uh, go ahead. Number <laughs> number three for me, Matt Ryan from Atlanta in twenty sixteen. 
He had a plethora of records in 2016. In week four, he threw for 503 yards and four touchdowns, while Julio Jones caught 12 passes for 300 yards and a touchdown. Became the first quarterback receiver duo in NFL history to combine for 500-300 in the same game. In October 2016, he set an NFL record for most consecutive games with at least 200 passing yards in 46 games. Are you getting upset? No. Are we going to do Fancy Girl of the Week? He threw touchdown passes in all 16 games, making him the only quarterback to do that in 2016. He finished the season with just under 5,000 passing yards and only on only 373 completions and 534 attempts. He also had a career-high 38 touchdowns and a career-low 7 interceptions. Number 3, Matt Ryan. Yeah. Number 2. I should have won the Super Bowl with, with him on my or the fantasy goes to show how. <laughs> yeah. Number 2 for you. <laughs> Number 2, Peyton Manning. The year 2004 he had over 4500 yards passing and 49 touchdowns. I believe a lot of the touchdowns were. A lot of these quarterbacks, besides Dan Marino, <laughs> their touchdown totals are kind of cheap. I think. You think so? I mean, I look at back at Brett Favre's year. I mean, Peyton he, Manning had what Harrison? Well, yeah, uh, but it, who's the other, um, they get down to the one year. The, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. That's kind of when you get down to the one yard line, and what do most teams do? Hand it off to their big boy. And run it in. Yeah. But no, not those That's because they don't they have got, a running they back. Got a, they, they don't have a running back. They got to pad their stats. Exactly. And, they don't have a running back. Right. Yeah. <laughs> My number two uh, guy comes from the year 2014. His team was off to a one and two start after coming off their third straight division title when their team leader quarterback made the statement that will live in infamy. R-E-L-A-X. Aaron Rodgers. After that, Rodgers led the team to the second overall seed in the NFC, playing much of the final games of the season on an injured calf and with a depleted receiving core. Rodgers finished the regular season first in touchdown interception ratio, 7.6. Lowest interception percentage, 1%. Second in passer rating, 112.2. Yards per attempt, 8.4. Touchdown passing percentage, 7.1%. Third in touchdown passes, 38. Do you realize this is why our podcast goes so damn long? <laughs> Seventh in passing yards, 4,381 and ninth Just in give me the passing percentage. yards and, and throwing <laughs> touchdowns. Just But no, I have to I have to justify these because you always, as soon as I say Aaron Rodgers, you just roll your eyes and sit back in a chair and drink out of your water cup. You mean my Aaron Rodgers water cup? <laughs> <laughs> he set an NFL record for most consecutive pass attempts, oh, 512 at home without an interception. And touchdown passes 41. Did I tell you I saw Bigfoot this week? (laughs) Did you? Yeah, yeah. Rodgers was voted the AP NFL Most Valuable Player, receiving 31 votes, and was named NFL Offensive Player of the Year by the Kansas City Committee of 101 and FedEx Aaron NFL Player of the Year. He was also named All-Pro Team as the first quarterback, receiving 44 votes, while runner-up Tony Romo received received three. Your number two fantasy performance quarterback. Who do you have at number one? The great one, Tom Brady. I couldn't have great Aaron Rodgers three times. That'd be insane. Although you could possibly. 
What year? 2007. That was the year. The same exact one I have. <laughs> I'll go for it because you have. <laughs> I have all the stats. I'm sure, no, you probably won't actually have all the stats now. You'll probably be like, I had. Uh, 2007, he had what would be considered the greatest fantasy football season ever. He threw a career high 4,800 yards, breaking Peyton Manning's touchdown record from 2004 with 50 and only eight interceptions. And with a receiving core that consisted of drunk Dante Stallworth, white guy Wes Welker, Kelly Washington, who I have no idea who he is. Kelly Washington. And Randy Moss. Kelly Washington was a stud. For his efforts, Brady was named MVP of the season as well as Offensive Player of the Year. He was also honored by the Associated Press as their Male Athlete of the Year. The first time an NFL player has been so honored since Joe Montana won the award in 1990. Tom Brady, number one. It's the only one we agree on, right? Most definitely. (laughs) Do you have any... Did you feel... I mean, obviously, with all the homework you did... Some honorable mentions, can I go? Yeah, you want to do honorable mentions? Go ahead. I, I'm, no one had Joe, Joe Montana? Yeah, but fantasy-wise, I don't think he's going to give you the numbers. Yeah, he had the career stats, just nothing. Uh, Philip Rivers had a great year in 2008. Over, yes. Um, here's the, this is the name. I'm going to, hopefully this won't be too boring because I don't think you're going to catch it, but Lefty from... 1995. Lefty from 1995. From the the Detroit Lions. Scott Mitchell? Yep. Really? Had over 4,000 yards passing and 32 touchdowns. Wow. Never would have. See, I, I wouldn't have even put. It's like putting a Chicago Bear on the best quarterback <laughs> fantasy performance ever. Just well, doesn't happen. You had you had Randall Cunningham on there, which I had. Yep. Um, not on my list, but I had him there. He also Rams. But what do you think of Michael Vick's year in 2006 when he had Grant when he was, was overhyped? 20. Yeah, and then everybody wanted him on the following year, and he didn't do squat. When I, when I was when I was saying, if we had a podcast back then, was who was the guy that was saying Michael Vick? I mean, you were doing it too, weren't you? What's that? We were both at a bar with somebody, and that person loved Michael Vick, and we were both telling him he's overrated. Yep, he will never be anything. And we were right. Well, of course we are. We're, what about Kurt Warner's other two years? Did you have 2008, um, 2001? No, because I didn't think they were as great. I mean, the, the first year when he came out of, you know, putting grandma's Depends in a grocery bag, you know. And then Drew Brees had, Drew Brees had f- four years of over 5,000 yards passing. Yeah. And in those four years, probably averaged, I don't know, do the math, maybe 40 touchdowns a year. Yeah. That's pretty spectacular. That's pretty spectacular, but this is only one season. This wasn't four years in a row. Otherwise, that would be Aaron Rodgers being there a lot more. Yeah, of course. You want to get some gambling? I wanted to talk about Rich Gannon, too. (laughs) Rich Gannon. Come on, that year that he... With the Raiders? Took Oakland to... The Super Bowl? Yeah. Yeah, and then lost to Tampa? He was a stud. I was shocked that you had, Chucky kicked their ass. I was shocked that you had Dante Culpepper. Yeah, they? yeah. Didn't can't stand Dante Culpepper. Didn't Cunningham have a great year? Yeah, with Minnesota. No, and, oh, with Minnesota. Yeah. Oh, and Jeff George, and yeah. and the great one Brett Favre. Brett Favre had a really good year it, in Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I thought. Better than Aaron Rodgers. Nope. 
Yeah. Here we go with some gambling, everyone. You ready for this? Yes. Here we go. Ace Rothstein was a hell of a handicapper. I can tell you that. I gotta warn you, Clark. They don't play the same games here as they do at them regular casinos. <laughs> it's nice to be back in the casino, isn't it? Yeah. You <laughs> getting ready for August? You gotta stop laughing. I know things about Aaron Rodgers. He is the goat. Uh, the only good thing is, yeah, I don't know what the good thing is with Aaron Rodgers. As we come closer to NFL season, that means it's time for some gambling. Yep. And there's a bunch of prop bets out there if you wish to take part. Um, we're putting like we did last year when we wagered all season long and preseason. We got some more bets out there for you, and, and maybe you should actually listen to our bets because if you did anything with us last year. Did we make them money? Between you and I. Well, a couple weeks. If they would have just picked a couple oh, weeks. Just a couple. <laughs> but over the whole season, <laughs> you and I wagered $2,600, $2,605. Our total take was $2,602.56, which means over the course of the year, we only lost $2.44. That's not bad. It's not bad. Considering all the... We made a lot of bets. Yeah. And probably, each one of those bets was five bucks. And probably a lot of stupid... Obviously pretty stupid bets, yeah. too. So, we're going to start off this year. Um, like I said, we actually have... <laughs> there's a site out there that actually has week one games in the NFL with point spreads. Wow. So, I jumped on those only because I took, I took the ones that seemed obvious to me. And um, do you want to start with those? Or do you want to start? Let's start with the props. Okay, sure. Rookie of the year in the NFL for 2017. I have four. I have three. I have Leonard Fournette (laughs) plus 450. Can can you just pick somebody? I mean. Well, I want to make some money. Well, then I might as well. Okay, I got four now. (laughs) You took Leonard? Yeah. Okay. Please plus four fifty. That means four dollars and fifty cents for every dollar I bet. And as always, just like last year, every one of these bets is five bucks. Right? Yep. I have Dalvin Cook plus seven hundred. No? No. The eyes are closed and he's thinking of something to say. Well, well but I'm just saying why did Minnesota Pick sign him? Yeah, why did they sign Latavius Murray? Well, maybe Dalvin Cook. It might be. I might be like a year ahead. Maybe he's not going to play much, but if he does, he's going to rock. Okay. I have Corey Davis, Tennessee, Tennessee Titans, Titans. plus eight hundred. He has no one throwing to him. He has Hall of Fame quarterback Marcus Mariota. Perhaps you've heard of him. Let's put that on the rainbow bet right now because <laughs> that was the stupidest statement you've ever made. And I have Deshaun Watson at plus 550. Okay, I have Deshaun. Yep. I also went a wide receiver. You I, went Mike Williams. I went, got this love affair. Okay. <laughs> what is he at? He's a plus 1,200. Oh, okay. And then my little comment i made earlier today i think oj howard's got an outside shot yeah and he's a plus 2000 i mean yeah that i would make some money on 20 dollars for every dollar you bet win totals oh i have one two three or six i have nine teams that i picked yeah 
you had a hard time with this. Yeah, that they they scared me. They well, they they got those numbers in there. They don't. They're not there to <laughs> just to hand you money. I took Atlanta over nine and a half. I took Atlanta under nine. And Did a you? Half. Oh, here we go. I have Baltimore under nine. Didn't touch that one. I have Chicago over five and a half. Oh, you're gonna like this one. Yeah. I took Carolina under eight and a half. Um, oh, I was going to. I didn't do that one, though. Carolina under eight and a half. You don't have Chicago? You took Chicago what? Over five and a half. Ooh, I would have went under. I only went over because it was a plus 110. Okay. <laughs> I have Cincinnati over eight and a half. Didn't touch it. I have Cleveland under four and a half. I took Cleveland over four and a half. Really? Yeah, I don't. I just don't think. I mean, you think that they got a better team this year? I think they drafted well. I think. Mm-hmm. I think Josh Gordon's going to be on the team. <laughs> You're hoping. We never. I, come on, Josh Gordon's going to be on the team, don't you think? Well, if he doesn't get reinstated till fall, August. Yeah, he's got a. Do you think he has the? Oh, have you seen pictures? Do you think of, he has the drive to keep himself in shape? Have you seen pictures of the guy? No. I mean, he barely looks better than you. Barely? So that means he's really fat. <laughs> well, no. What I are you saying? I thought you were... No, I'm, I'm, I'm a little out of shape right now. <laughs> no, the guy's ripped. <laughs> yeah, he's... I mean, I don't know if he's in football shape, but he's in shape. Okay. I have Dallas under nine and a half. Yeah, I wanted to go there. Yeah, it was plus 120. I just don't think they're going to be... As good as they were last year, I think the, you got two guys on sophomore slumps. Here, here's my question to you: Right, who's the quarterback for Dallas by the end of the year? Oh, it'll still be uh, Dak Prescott. See, I'm, I'm just thinking that's going to be Tony Romo. Tony Romo's done. I think Dak Prescott's going to get hurt. That's my prediction. Right and you here. think they're they're going to take Tony Romo out and bring, put Phil Sims back in there? And... Okay. Does Tony Romo play football ever again? No, he's done. No, he couldn't even make the U.S. Open. What does that have to do with football? <laughs> he's done. Okay, he was never good to begin with. All right, Green Bay over ten. Yeah, I won that prop bet last year. I don't know if I you want to. You don't want to. I don't want to go there. I didn't touch. I didn't touch. In fact, Packers. I think they're gonna have thirteen wins this season. Ding! Think about that one. Kansas City under nine. I didn't touch that one either. Okay, I and, didn't touch any games. And finally, New England under twelve and a half. Under 12 and a half? Under. You're picking... New what, England under 12 and a half. Who are they going to lose to? Um, I think they might win 12 games, which would Put make them, me a winner. Right. Yeah. If it would have been 12, I would have stayed away from it. Oh, the funny thing is... <laughs> you have a New England under... I have a New England under 12. <laughs> yeah. So you I know just, things. Yeah, I know something. I'm not on my game. You didn't have many on that, did you? No. You were afraid of them. I'm not afraid. Scared money don't make money. College football championship. I have four. What? I have Alabama plus 300. Okay. 
Shocker. <laughs> I have LSU plus 2,000. Oh, that's a good one. I like that. I have Washington plus 3,300. Ooh. And I have Oregon plus 7,500. You didn't like USC? No. No, I think it's going to be Alabama. You don't have, you don't like Oklahoma with their drunk quarterback? Nope. Nope. You have Oklahoma, you have USC, Michigan. Michigan. What is Michigan? Michigan's uh plus 12 and or 1200. Oh, yeah, it's not bad. I just can't do anything with Harbaugh. And actually I I like the Washington one too cuz I love their quarterback. Yeah. And then next up, Heisman Trophy winner. I have three. Well, I I thought I had three, but I can't remember my third guy. <laughs> well, from the bets in Vegas, You're right? Well, I I think I'm hoping that you actually did take J J T Barrett because for some reason I have a J T Barrett tap um, slip downstairs from oh, Vegas. Then you gave me Lord my three, Almighty. My yeah, I know, but maybe I screwed that up and check them over. Okay, but I put down. I have Sam Darnold plus two fifty quarterback for USC. Oh, you're going to make $2.50. I'm going to make, no, five, ten, $12.50 I'll make, plus my $5 bet. Nice. $2.50 for every dollar you bet. Oh, okay. Um, I have Bo Scarborough. Yep. Running back Alabama. Plus 1200 and I have Nick Chubb, my dark horse, running back for Georgia, plus 1,600. I took two, Alabama's two studs, Jalen Hurts and Bo Scarborough. Yep. And then, like I told you earlier, took Jake Browning, Washington. Yeah, you like him. You like him. Like him. And then finally, like I mentioned at the beginning, week one of the NFL season, the the spreads are all up there. And you can put money down, and they haven't even started training camp. So this will be fun. Like you said, we're going to go over these point spreads with the games we picked and see how they change when first when week one yep. comes around. I have six games, and I'm not going to give you any any um, anal, analyzing because there's nothing, there's nothing to, to analyze. analyze. <laughs> I'm just going off of hunches. I took Atlanta minus six and a half over Chicago. I took Pittsburgh minus nine over Cleveland. You took Cleveland. I went you? Cleveland. I went for the shocker. Yeah, I, Cleveland's going to cover that game nine points. <laughs> nine points. Yeah, but don't forget Martavis Bryant's back. Oh wait, let me change that. <laughs> I have Arizona plus two and a half against Detroit. Yeah. I have Tampa Bay plus two and a half against Miami. Wow, I thought you hated Tampa Bay. Oh, I do, but this is money. <laughs> this is money. I have Carolina minus four and a half against San Francisco. Again, can't stand Carolina, but this is money. And I have New Orleans plus three and a half against Minnesota. And I parlayed all those bets. Of course. (laughs) I went Philadelphia over the Redskins. And like Dave said, I took Cleveland. What is is Philadelphia giving up? Philadelphia is getting two and a half. Over Washington? Yeah, and Washington's I think is going to suck. So I went, obviously Dave told you I already went Cleveland getting the nine for the shocker. <laughs> I took my Colts 
Because they're playing the Rams. Right. And they were only giving up three. Okay. I took Carolina beating San Francisco because San Francisco wants the number one pick. <laughs> they need a quarterback. They need a quarterback <laughs> desperately. Uh, Carolina was giving up four. Or, yeah, giving up four and a half. I took the Saints getting three and a half against the Vikings. You took the Saints? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Okay. Okay, that's good. And that was it. That's it. Like I said, no no analyzing necessary because what are you going to say? But those bets are all up there. Take a look at them. Maybe you want to put some money down. Our money is all just for fun. This is just to show that, hey, we know things. And we'll be placing some bets in August when we're in Vegas for the draft. But until then, it's all fun money. And which means... We need to get going because Tyne is waiting in the club for you. Are yes, you ready? she is. <laughs> Here we go, everybody. And here we are in the club, ladies and gentlemen. Put the drinks down. You need to be sober for this. Because you don't want to disappoint her. No. <laughs> she uh, went through the work of introducing the episode. So you want to... Um, well, the blue swimsuit. Oh, this one? Oops, oh, well, that's a good one, too. This one, all right? Yeah. Gives you all different views here. Yep. Our Fantasy Girl of the Week. Yeah, you can check her out. already. <laughs> <laughs> you can check her out on the website, myCFFL. Dot com, myCFFL.com, on the Fantasy Girl page. She's Brazilian. She has spent a lot of time teaching me how to speak Portuguese. I can say a lot of things. Obrigado. Obrigado, depending on if you're talking to a guy or a girl. That's yeah. thank you. Um, but the so, best one is... So you say thank you in two different ways? If you're yeah, talking. depending on who you're talking to. Um, minha querida. Is my dear. Okay. Morte Preto, Black Death. And that's the name of your... That's the name of my shotgun. Oh. <laughs> Isn't that your... Uh, my pistol's it... Morte Preto Dos. Because Black Death 2. two. <laughs> but isn't that like your uh, nickname on That's somebody... my nickname on, on the... Trivia on the, Crack. Yep, and... Trivia Crack and all that. And then the best one that she taught me... Okay. <clears throat> Meshe abunda. Meshe abunda. That's shake your booty. Meshe, meshe, meshe abunda. I, I don't want to say anything. Right Tina now. Santos, everyone. She's a Brazilian fashion model. She's only been modeling for about three years and has most recently caught the eye of Sports Illustrated where she was one of the rookie contenders for the 2016 swimsuit issue. She was born in Sao Paulo, Brazil. She is half Italian and half Indian. She's 21 years old. She loves chocolate and Beyonce. I don't know if it's in that order. Oh, okay. But whenever she's there, she goes, don't you have any chocolate for me? So I have to What get kind her. of chocolate does she look? She, chocolate, any kind of chocolate. Any Hershey. Can, Hershey, um, you name it, as long as it's chocolate. Have you give, given her a little Ghirardelli or? No. No? I can't afford that. <laughs> well, I think she deserves, I mean, she's... She's on the show. She deserves a little. She deserves a little raise. Yeah. She's doing this pro bono again. Pro bono, yeah. And that's Brazilian for free. <laughs> the black-haired, 
Brown-eyed goddess. You got your bell ready? I do. Black-haired, brown-eyed goddess. She stands five foot eleven. Yeah, she looks tall. She wears a size four dress. Her measurements are. Do 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 do. And I don't have a, a bra size, so it's just. You said, did you give a weight? No weight. Wow. That. Okay, so. Hmm. <laughs> Five eleven. Five eleven. I'm gonna go thirty four B. Thirty one. Yeah, I can see that. Okay. Waist. But B sounds about right. Ask can you ask her that? Or yeah, that let, let, that'll be the first thing. Here's your chocolate bar. <laughs> By the way, what cup size? <laughs> okay. I'm going uh a twenty three. Twenty four. You get a ding. Uh, one. <laughs> and her waist. Or hips. Hips. I'm saying she's a tiny girl. Is that okay for me to say it that way? Oh, yeah. Okay. She's... 34. 35. Damn, you're just being nice. <laughs> Is that what I am? Maybe <laughs> yeah, I'm that's just... what. 31, 24, 35. And then watch. I'll, I'll get to the studio and she'll be there. And she goes, I am not that small. <laughs> <laughs> Tina Santos, your fantasy girl of the week. That's yeah, it. That's it. Wow. <laughs> Check her out on the website. For some reason, I'm blushing. <laughs> uh, that's it, everybody, for this week. We have another episode in a couple weeks. We'll have another top 10 list. We'll come up with something. We'll have another question of the week, but be sure to go on the website, mycffl.com, and answer the question that's there this week. Which I feel, I feel like she should at least get an autograph picture of us. <laughs> which running back? <laughs> oh, we could do that. Which running back would you not want to be in? In thoughts that you're going to lose, be losing your job. And then our top ten list of we'll are, come up with something, right? Are we doing running backs? Oh yeah, fantasy? running back fantasy performance running backs. Yep, good idea. Keep that going. Maybe Wayne will put something in there. I haven't heard from Wayne for years. <laughs> well, it's been a well, year. Okay, yeah. You have any questions, comments, concerns? Feel free to email us CFF Podcast. At hotmail.com or you can get Dan at strap1971 at yahoo.com. That's it for this week. Until next time, be good. Bye-bye.